foundational relationship. So we're together. We're looking to get married. We have the same, we align in the same spaces. We're, when I meet you, you know, you want a wife. I want to be a wife. You found a wife. So what are we doing? Um, I'm, not, I'm not putting you on a timer um, at all. Um, but you do know that when you're ready, I'm ready. The quicker that we move, the more prosperous we will flow. So, you know, mm. okay. actually a man. So, yeah, yeah, I get that. It, I get it, that. God literally says, find a wife. Like, yeah. we, there's nothing about dating and courting in a relation in, in the Bible whatsoever. There's nothing mm. that talks about courting and dating. Hello and welcome to the Cognac Room, an uninhibited drink infused podcast about adulting and male and female interactions. Go give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at the Cognac Room Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Cognac Room. I'm your host, Jay Christian. And without further ado, pull up a chair, pour up a glass, and let's discuss. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, today's sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. That's Better H-E-L-P. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Cognac Room listeners get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Cognac Room. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash Cognac Room. Welcome to the Cognac Room, an inhibited drink infused podcast about the Delta and male and female interactions. Pull up a chair, pour up a glass, and let's discuss. Hello, everybody. Listen, today we have a special, special treat for you. I have a special guest, the beautiful DJ La Bonita. How are you? Great. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to have you on. I'm actually really excited about this. Me too. And thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for accepting my invitation because I, weren't, I wasn't sure that you would, <laughs> honestly. Um, but we've had some, some very, very interesting conversations uh, via social media, lives, things of that nature. I've heard you. Uh, say some some things that just really, you know, inspired me, but they also triggered me to want to have you on the show. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I got to let my my listeners need to hear this. <laughs> you know what I got mean? It. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you start by telling everybody, you know, a little bit about yourself, where you're from and what you do and, you know, what what makes the beautiful DJ La Bonita who you are today? Um, that's a loaded question. That can <laughs> never, that can never be, that can never be told out of my mouth or written in a book. Um, 
Gotcha. Life is still going. Um, but I mean, I'm DJ La Bonita, born and raised California. I'm currently in Atlanta. I'm a corporate DJ here. I am single. And yeah, definitely um, I'm a child of God. So the woman and the perspective that I am and the perspective I always give and live by is, you know, what would God do? So mm. what would Jesus do? And how would he, how does he judge me and my heart and the decisions I make as a woman? So good stuff. Me and a bunch. Good stuff. So you say you're a corporate DJ. What is that exactly? Yeah. Um, corporate means I'm not in the club. So anywhere where there's smoke. So I DJ any events that do not include smoke, smoking to the minimum of even hookah or vaping. So I only DJ at corporate entities. So, you know, things like Coca-Cola, um, health, healthcare, hospitals, um, Emory Ooh. University, Clark University, um, Morehouse, you know, um, anything corporate. So very, very Got corporate. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. And so I take it you don't smoke anything. <laughs> uh, no, never have. Not a smoker. Okay. And so what, what prompted you to, you know, decide that, hey, I don't want to DJ where there will be any type of smoke? Um, Other because- than the fact that you don't smoke. Well, I used to. Um, I used to DJ for Cam Newton's Fellowship. And mm -hmm. um, there's another cigar lounge here, um, the patio. I used to DJ for both of them. And Burn by Rocky Patel. What am I thinking about? And I just quit them. So, and they were at the Brave Stadium. But I quit them because I realized that they get in my lungs and they also give me migraines because I'm not a smoker. Gotcha. And so I don't like the way I smell when I come home. It just stinks. Yeah, I got you. I got yeah. you. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. And and it's crazy because I love cigars and I smoke hookah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Most men do. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the ladies, according to the ladies, men who smoke hookah are sassy. <laughs> according to some of the ladies, I say it like that. I think any men that smoke are always sassy. Cigarettes give sass. Um, weed oh. gives definitely sass. Um cigars because in reality i think people do it to escape their their brain and um when you're in your thoughts you're not so sassy when you're outer you sass so when you smoke you're releasing and you become more sassy damn <laughs> yeah okay. yeah okay i got you i got it you. gives y'all a, a level of confidence or freedom like i'm free right now let me the smoking i don't know i don't know if i agree that the smoking would would give me gives me another level of confidence, but I don't smoke weed, so yeah. You know, well, I think hookah is still vibe. It makes it have like you guys get this vibe and energy. Like mm -hmm. you don't you don't see no women, y'all just in y'all zone. Well, I don't smoke hookah with a bunch of dudes. That's not no, okay. You do, that home, you, do, you do it at home by yourself. Either I do it at home or I do it if I'm in the presence of a young woman or some some women. But I don't oh, just wow. go out with the boys and smoke hookah. That's not how that works. <laughs> not all men are men <laughs> yeah i get it <laughs> all right so let's get started i wanted to ask you so anyone who's not been under a rock has seen the climate of the dating scene and the relationship scene and what these podcasters are saying all over social media and what we see and hear happening with our friends and loved ones so i wanted to ask you what are your thoughts on today's dating market or dating scene or relationship uh, ter terrain? <laughs> yeah, that's a loaded question, but I will say um, if I had just have to be inside looking outside, I would just say that everyone's focused on themselves. 
nobody's really looking at everybody's wanting something but they're not really to do the work wanting willing to do the work to get to that something and their only work they're willing to do is on themselves for their own self-sacrifice and come up mm. but not for someone else they're not willing to sacrifice themselves for someone else only for self mm -hmm. so a lot of self-sacrificing and people willing to do what they want to do for themselves but not to change or be bendable or flexible for a foundation mm. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. So based on your answer just now, I take it that you believe that what makes for a good or successful relationship is a degree of selflessness. Mm -hmm. Yep, 100%. Yeah. Okay, you care to expound on that at all? Um. Well, I think in the space of where God created us, I'm a child of God. So based on that, I think that in the space of that, my smile is not for me, it's for you. My heart is not pure and loving for me. God didn't give it to me for me. Yeah, it feels good, but it only feels even better when I give it away to you. But now what people are doing is they're holding who they are and bottling it in because they don't trust. And they're focusing on self, self-love, self this, self everything mm -hmm. in the movement since pandemic has made everybody self, self, self. Let me save my money. Let me lock in. Let me get healthy. Let me do this. Let me for me, 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 me. But in reality, we're supposed to love, give and forgive. So selflessness is what can, can, can tie people together because it's never about us. It's supposed to be for someone else. We're supposed to be for, I'm supposed to be for you. Mm -hmm. Right. I totally agree. I totally yeah. agree. So why do you think, I mean, I heard you mention the pandemic, but like, why do you think along with the pandemic, why do you think people have become so selfish and self-centered? Because I feel like it, it's not something that's new, but maybe it's reached a new height, perhaps. Um, I would think the world, it all ties into cost of living. Mm. And that's nationwide. I mean, I know where you're at and it's high there. I was looking mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, it's same here. Yeah. <laughs> I already have accounts and money I can make here. Why would I go there? It's, I'm in the middle of trying to move out of Atlanta and I look at Dallas and I'm like, oh, same thing there. Why would I go there to start new accounts and I can stay here? Mm -hmm. I'm, what I'm doing here is what I can do in your city and Dallas and Florida. I can do it all in the same, but it's all the same. It's, it's, it's mm -hmm. high for everybody. So what people are doing is, is, they're building security for themselves now in case another shutdown. And I think people are really self-focused in reality. That's dumb because we should be trying to get together. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so, absolutely. But yeah, I think that that's a big part of it. I think people's eyes, lives flashed before their eyes. When that happened, a lot of people failed, you know, and they couldn't believe it. Some yeah. People, they, the year before they were probably up and then they went down. Mm -hmm. So and what's crazy is I realized that during the pandemic, a lot of relationships failed and suffered as well. Relationships right. that were thriving prior to the pandemic, they they just went down the drain because now we're like, I'm basically at home with you all day, every day. <laughs> and I don't have any other outlets per se. And, and I have to uh, deal with maybe certain aspects of you that I didn't always have to deal with. And, you know, pressure brings out the worst in people, I believe. It does. Um, 
and death and sickness and losing family and stuff like that too. You know, there's a lot of pain that came from pandemic too, that also affects a lot of people too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So how, speaking of pandemic, we know that some people went through some financial struggles as a result. Um, and I think that that made a lot of people, as you said, focus more on money and focus more on, you know, being able to sustain or whatever. So in the light of that, how important do you feel personally that that money is in a relationship? I think it's important, but I think what's more important is trusting. So mm -hmm. um, money, I would say, is important to have. I think what's more important is financial literacy. Yes. And People throw that word out a lot to me, but I don't think people understand what it means. Financial literacy is not having a good job that pays you good. Financial literacy is, you know, being stocked up and prepared. So yeah. you can get a pay paycheck every two weeks, but what are you doing with that paycheck? So mm -hmm. it's about, yeah, you can get a check, but how much are you saving? Right. You know, what are so you doing with the money you have? Correct. So, yeah. you know, and, and I think in, in a relationship it's important if you have somebody that's like-minded, um, a lot of people will not think that, but me personally, I want someone like-minded that we can learn how to flip our money. We can learn how to, you know, have a pot that we save. My mom goes, I want to be married right now. On, 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 I don't care. I'll meet you. And if I like you and I love you right now, I'd marry you in a week because I want to be married on leap year. Mm. Okay. I want to get married on leap year. We can go get a piece of paper and we just hide it from the world, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but I want to get married on leap year. And my mom goes, why? Oh my God, just stupid. You're going to, because she doesn't think like me. I'm her daughter. I go, she goes, why? And I go, well, because I want to save money every year instead of taking, she's like, you want an anniversary every year? I said, yeah, it will mm -hmm. be our anniversary. Here, honey. Mwah. Here, honey. Mwah. Guess what? Take your thousand, my thousand. We're going to put it in a, in a savings account. And every year for four years, we're going to save. And then we're going to go to Africa. Mm. every four years we're going to take sweet. a big major trip with a family yeah or each other whatever yeah right absolutely and that's what you like you said it's important to find someone who values what you value right i think that that's one of the biggest mistakes or biggest issues is that we are we're we're picking people based on how they look instead of what their values are right and i understand that you know everybody wants to be with someone they're attracted to i get it but my thing is, and, and I do like some dating and relationship coaching. So I run into a lot of mostly guys, some women, but mostly guys who are hung up on the physical appearance of the woman. And they don't really, they're willing to deal with major incompatibilities for the sake of the look. Right. You know, how it's going to look on the gram with posting pictures and how I look and feel when I'm out with this woman. And I'm like, dude, like, do you not realize that? As beautiful as she is today, her looks will fade the same as yours. <laughs> yeah. And when that's gone, if that's gone, maybe, let's say a child um, changes their body like dramatically because that happens to some women. Are you are you telling me that you can no longer like love and appreciate your wife or the woman that you married? Because that's all that's what everything was based on. Like you didn't learn who she was and learn to value or appreciate other things. Yeah, they date wrong. It's sad. <laughs> it is, but it's reality. I mean, it's not sad to me more or less than we're all not supposed to make it, right? So we have all these relationship talks, but in reality, it's like people are going to be who people are going to be at the end of the day. 
you know, these these things are things that they look look. You're either a student in life or you're not, you know. And the ones that are students will make it, and the ones that aren't won't. And we're not, you know. At the end of the day, we're all different, and so we can only speak to those that are going to listen. But the ones that aren't, they just won't make it. And it's not sad to me because I realize like what's happy without sad, what's rich without poor, what's you know. How do you know you're broke? You never <laughs> right. had money. So yeah. it's kind of like, well, we need everything. We need Walmart workers, you know? Absolutely. I say that a lot too. Like, you know, <laughs> we need the distribution centers. We need, we need Taco Bell people. We need that. Absolutely. Stuff. So, Absolutely. I yeah. agree with that. Like you said, it's not sad if you really look at it and accept it for what it is. But it's sad to me to know that there are some people who will never experience the fullness of love, like to the degree that God intended because yeah. they're so hung up on things that really in, in, in real life in, in the grand scheme of things don't really matter. Right. I mean, obviously we need, we need money to live and, and things like that, but you know, and nobody wants to struggle, but outside of that, you know, like I, I hear so many women saying like, he's, he's, he was really a good guy and he checked most of the boxes, but, and I'm like, yo, you just said he checked most of the boxes. Like, you're not going to get a hundred percent. I believe you can. Really? Tell me about it. <laughs> I do. I think, I think that, um, I believe that depending on the person, I might have a list, right? But if it's that certain guy, God will send you only what you want. And this is what people have to understand. This is how I say it. You might have that list, but there might be something that will supersede that list that you don't know you need. Mm -hmm. So God will send you, he has a sense of humor. He will send you something. But what people have to do is find deal breakers within that list. Right. And to stick to those, but I, I I'm sticking to mine and I'm sorry. It's not, it's not. Um, I get it. So yeah, listen, so listen. <laughs> let me let me know. If, I'm sticking if, to mine and ain't not superstitious. <laughs> let me know if this question is intrusive, but I must ask. Would you mind sharing at least some My key list? points from your list? Yes. Uh, I love the fact that you know exactly what you want and, yeah. and that you know what you're willing to compromise on and what you aren't. That's amazing. There's so many people who, who aren't who haven't even made it that far yet. So he has to be a man of God. Mm -hmm. um, he has to be a man of God. He has to be not a lover of this world. So, you know, not really indulged in worldly things too much. Um, he has to be willing to be a stepdad. And he has to um, not snore. <laughs> not snore come on la bonita <laughs> come on like that's something that people can't control some people can't control the fact that they snore i know but god didn't make me for the billion people in the world that do <laughs> snore he made me for a particular man that does not okay. snore. okay go no. ahead i'm listening no he can't snore i trust me i dealt with it i, I have sleep sleep issues I, I i can't it has to be quiet um can't snore um Massage my back without me having to ask. And what was another one? Um, consider it. Uh, completely consider it. And respectful. That's it. 
Hmm. Okay, so he works at Taco Bell. Okay. He's all of those other things. Okay. You good with that? Yeah, because I'd rather work with a man with Taco Bell than a man that's making multi-million dollars and he has no time for me. So I'd rather work with a man that's at Taco Bell because then I have a as something I add, I can bear fruit into that job. So because he has sales and service, customer service, he's in a position where he can be patient and deal with people. Then that means he has a mentality that I had at 15. But that means that as a man, I can put him in other positions. I can put him in security positions. I can put him in, you know, look in the city to see what's in the city for him. I can help him because he's teachable. He's he's willing to allow a woman to help him and guide him. If he says, nah, I want to be a Taco Bell. I'm looking to own this spot. Then I'll be like, cool, baby, do your thing. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, so be it. That's interesting. Because I'm going to tell you right <laughs> now, what people don't know is these fast food restaurants are paying an average of 15 to $18 an hour, right? Bing. Mm -hmm. put, a, put a pin right there. Okay. These women can, it's okay for y'all to go get jobs at Delta Airlines and they only paying 15, $16 an hour. Mm. All these call centers, $15, $16 an hour. No mm -hmm. more than $20 an hour. Mm -hmm. I don't care whether you're making 15 at Taco Bell or you're making 20 at a call center. It's still the same money to me. Yeah, you, ain't, no, you ain't getting get qualified it. for a two-bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> It's crazy right now. I'm sorry. I, I did property management for 10 years, so I'm real with it. So it's like mm. girls be disqualifying a man, but the average black man doesn't make $35,000 a year. That is crazy. And I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to say that I had had my head stuck up my ass or anything like that or stuck in yeah. the ground, but I didn't realize that. And I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, actually someone that, that we were in business together. And he he looked at and I said something about some money and I was like, yeah, man, like if it's not, it's got to be this. If it's not that, then it's not even I can't. And so he was like, uh, I'm sorry. I'm saying. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and he, and he said to me, he was like, uh, he's like, man, you do know that the average, and this is what he said. And I, I did a little fact checking and I did see some, some things that supported what he was saying, but I feel like the numbers are on the low end. That's just my personal opinion. But he said, you do know that the average white male makes about $900 a week. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, so like because and, and that's in a whole nother topic but but i think that sometimes you know when we find ourselves in in positions where we're possibly a little more fortunate than others in some ways we we don't consider like at first it's a blessing and yeah 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 and then as as time goes on and as we get accustomed we start to complain like ah this is not enough i need more and whatever else not realizing like dude you're probably doing better than the national average right um and so that that I was taken aback a bit. Like, are you serious? Like, come on, dude. Like, for real? Because I see the things that I see and that I thought I knew. Like, it was. I thought the numbers were much higher than that. But like I said, I do think that this is. Kind I mean, of I was the, married to a military guy, and I I'm married to a military man, and I don't remember him bringing home more than thirty five hundred dollars a month. So you're talking about nine hundred dollars a week. But you got to think, men. Men also get taxed um, for being no children. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. I think not men, but man, man and women. So yeah, yeah. Like when you don't have children, the taxes yeah. are. And then a you're lot. talking about you're, but you're you get putting, it back you're, in refunds, though, right? 
you're putting it back, you're putting into your 401k, you're, you're getting your health benefits and you're getting all this stuff taken out. So you're not bringing home barely no money. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, and, and like, so like you said, a lot of, so here's the thing. That's the issue now because you have so many women and it's mostly women. So I have to say women, right. Who, <laughs> who are basically saying, yes, I work for Delta. I make this. But the man I want to be with, the man I get with has to make six figures. Now, I they won't don't, date a man. Women don't. Hold on. Let's be clear. <laughs> women do not say how much they make because they are lie. And I will say what they make. I promise if you have 15 women up on this panel right now, I'm a flight attendant. Okay. You're making $18 an hour. <laughs> how long you been? How long you been with Delta? Oh, okay. So you were getting 16. I, oh, you only been two years, three years. <sighs> oh, okay. Where you're $16 an hour. My daughter makes that. Hmm. That's crazy because I dated a flight attendant and I never asked her. We never talked about how much she made, but I thought she did really well from appearances. No, she gets flight benefits. That's what. They, that's why they don't make no money. They get from appearances. Benefits. She did really well, but that was once again appearances. You know, if you do the right things with your money, you can live nice. I and I do believe that. I believe that you know you can catch a guy or a woman who's making a hundred thousand dollars a year, but if they owe a hundred thousand dollars, they're broke. So, but yeah, I. I I thought I never knew that. Yeah. They That's don't crazy. Money. I mean, a lot of jobs don't pay, though. I was looking at a company, Campbell's. They had some jobs in Charlotte. I sent it to my brother. He's in Charlotte. And the, a lot of the positions he work, he's working at a, a hotel right now. But a lot of the position on Campbell's were starting salary. It said like 35 to 45. So, I mean. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, if you if you know how to save your money, it's not a bad number. You got to really think about I could do a budget with forty thousand dollars like people don't right. know how to manage and budget money. Absolutely. That's really what it is. So that's why I'm asking God, like, send me somebody that that looks to you and is not of this world, because th if that happens, then we can always budget and we're always going to be OK. That's the thing. Absolutely. I agree with you. But like. That's the problem because people don't want because when when a lot of these women and I'm referring to like a lot of the women that I hear saying this wild shit on social media, when a lot of these women encounter a man that, that budgets and it's frugal when it comes to money. They label him as cheap or broke. And so. You know, I like I said, I coach guys and I tell them like, bro, like. Don't go broke trying to impress this lady, man, like at the end of the day, you know what your goals are. You know what it is that you're trying to achieve. So, you know, if she's if she's not a visionary, if she can't see your vision, if she doesn't have the same core values as you, then then move on. Like, yeah. And it's hard because, you know, now I see a lot of men who are, are running behind women because of their earning potential, which is crazy. You know, it sucks, though, like that we're we're allowing the enemy to win and divide us over a piece of paper yeah a piece of paper by the way that really <laughs> holds no value no in real value life. <laughs> it's just so stupid to me it's dumb yeah that's crazy yeah. i can't that's unbelievable so i want to ask you some more questions but i i also want to get into why your um your views and perspectives aren't what they are. And so different from a lot of women, let's just be honest, in your age bracket that look like you. You know what I mean? Because, you know, um, attractiveness is a commodity these days, right? 
<laughs> so it's kind of like, well, if I'm cute, I can demand more or I can be a certain way. You know what I mean? I don't know if attractiveness is a commodity but because you guys are vetting better. So I think that actually you guys are least attracted to attractive women now. You guys are looking and vetting way deeper now. The I only ones that are better. the only men, the only men that are looking at attractive women are the men that don't, aren't used to getting women. There you go. And that's my point. Men who aren't used to getting women, who aren't used to having attractive women. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but they, those are those are just the men that are in corporate that are introverted, that are not really good looking. <laughs> they got money because they know that women are wanting them to have six packs, so they're ugly with six packs and six figures. Hey, boo! Oh one, my two. god! Hey. Oh, oh and my god! Yeah, those are the ones that want the pretty girls. But a real man, like men that go for me, they they don't want me for my looks. I mean, yeah, it helps; it adds value, but it's because of my age. Because I do have kids, and I'm checking out better than the women that are my age without kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I haven't seen, I haven't run across a lot of those guys. I, I still come in contact with a lot of very superficial guys that are like, you know, oh man, you know, uh, yeah, I like her, but I really want to date somebody that looks like this. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> like it's cool, man, but it's overrated. And so once you've had a few of those women and you realize that, you know, like, uh, it, unfortunately I, think, I think that again that goes back to that checklist right i think it goes back to that checklist and what so some people what's important is not important to others For right instance, me like i'm sorry i i don't didn't i couldn't find my list in my phone because it's in a book but i had it in my phone too um but for me um you got to be good on the eyes understandable Understandable. So Nobody that's a like, deal breaker. like that's a deal breaker for me. So it's the same thing for those men, but we men like a lot of men like beautiful women. Absolutely. And there's nothing whatever wrong that, that means. Cause I, I mean, somebody I dated, he got with a big head girl after me and I was like, you think she's pretty? <laughs> and I was just like, okay. <laughs> and that, and that's how it goes. Like they say, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. And, and, and what I found for myself is like, I, I, it's very rare that I, I look at a woman and be like, damn, there's nothing attractive about that woman. As for me, that's very, very rare, right? Oh, that's because, good. Yeah, because I've I've learned to see people for who they are in they a sense. Are. Like, you know, and 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 I've you, I've go ahead. But you can see them in your bedroom too. So I will say this. Um, and I'm I before I, I'll preface that statement by saying this. Um, I have seen some women who are so beautiful until they're funny looking, right? So th there can be an extreme. And I, I feel like I've seen women who were so ugly until they were cute, right? So, so I say all that to say this, that at the end of the day, when, when, when you look at a person like you, if you really look at a person, especially if they're a good person and have great qualities, you can find something physically attractive about them. So for me, I will say that I have been attracted to a woman that initially I was not attracted to, didn't think she was pretty, but then I realized like, man, she's actually a nice looking woman, right? Mm -hmm. And so after I dealt with her for a little while, then other people started to find her attractive. Like, oh man, yeah, I see, I see what you, I see what you did there, like, I get it. So mm -hmm. it, it, it has happened, but so at the end of the day, 
what I will say is this, right? I hope ain't nobody ever said that about me. That's not <laughs> what I had my description. So, <laughs> so listen, I've I've had she talks was, with. She was, she was funny looking. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that, but what? but I'm saying that has been that has happened. But I also had a conversation with guys. We've had these conversations, and, and guys will say, "Man, you ever looked at your girl and be like, man, she actually kind of funny looking." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And what I think that is, I think that is just the fact that as as human beings, we all have something about us that 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 may be a little 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 off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So let me let me explain. Let me explain. So it's like she's beautiful, but maybe when you look at her from a certain angle, it's like, damn, I never noticed that. That's kind of strange. You know what I'm saying? Or or you're a guy. Like you're, you're, I'm pretty sure you've been with a guy, and you're like, he's a handsome man, but from this angle, he looks a little weird. Nah, you've I, never caught, you've never caught those moments. No, because I've looked at you before you were mine, so I've never yeah. made somebody mine that I thought was funny looking at no angle. <laughs> I get it, but I, I'm gonna be honest. I've been there. I've I've been with you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, you're gonna, you're gonna yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, but you no, in the so, south. That's very true, but the I South mean, got I, some pretty funny looking girls out here. I will yeah, say that they pretty are funny. Some. They pretty funny looking because they they guy <laughs> gave them you know the body yaddy yaddy, so they can't. Nah, have so so when I say pretty, the body isn't even like that ain't thing. Like when I say pretty, I'm I'm specifically talking about the face, right? And so I've you know, but I've been I was born in New York, but I was I was raised here and I've lived. And traveled. I've traveled abroad. I've been a lot of places, and I've I've dated multiple women. You know, a lot of women at different times, and sometimes at the same time. But like, I've literally had many experiences where I catch a specific angle, and I'm like, "Man, this girl is beautiful. She's perfect. She's." And then I may catch an angle, or maybe you know, today the hairs are different, or uh, I don't know, maybe she's sleeping, or whatever it is, right? Right. And I and I'll have that little moment where it's like, okay, she she regular like everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like she she just she's she's human. It's like she's not a goddess. She's yes, she's beautiful, but she has flaws just like everybody else. So I think what happens is, um, with a lot of guys, like we get caught up on that, and then when we see any little blemish, imperfection, or something different from what we saw or thought we saw initially. Now we want to start acting different. You know what I'm saying? Because we, a lot of men don't fall in love with the person. They fall in love with the fantasy. Mm. And I think that women do that too, but for different reasons. You know what I mean? Hmm. It happens. <laughs> it happens a lot, actually. Um. Yeah, it does. It, it really does happen. I but think I, I would see that being more happening with men than women i i don't see i would see that be a, a, a woman thing because when if we're with you we open our legs it, yeah you're stuck usually <laughs> like no matter how funny looking you are how fat you are but whatever. there's a new breed of women out here yeah but i don't i'm not them so i don't really yeah so you don't you that. can't relate to that you don't I can't understand relate. that yeah yeah i get it i, do I was get telling it. somebody i actually told somebody today um I, I, I don't get the spirit of jealousy or 
you know, um, how you could be postpartum depressed, deal with postpartum depression when you're married and you have it all, you know, when you have Mm -hmm. support from a man, when you have found um, financial, emotional, you have all the support, but you're still depressed. Um, Mm. I don't understand that. And I don't understand uh, jealousy to another woman. I can't understand that to save my life because it's not me and nothing about me. So I don't relate and I don't understand it. I've tried, I've studied it, I've researched it and I still don't understand. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. I get it. So something I I just can't relate. Like, it's like, Oh, I don't know. (laughs) No. And, and I understand that because that's kind of been my thing. Like when you have certain beliefs or you feel a certain way, you see the world a certain way. It's hard to relate to people who have the total well, look opposite. At our, look at our elders. They don't want to mm-hmm. hear that shit we talking about. They don't want to hear that shit. They can go over there and talk to grandma and be like, grandma, let me tell you what he did. And he catfished me. What? You want to make some catfish? <laughs> no, yeah. he catfished me. What? what, what? How? You don't eat, baby. You don't eat catfish. I know, but he catfished me. Like <laughs> it's just two different languages. So for me to understand young girls and how they move, it's just like, eh. Yeah, I know, what, but so, I know because I know a lot of young girls that are really doing great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in the realm, I I surround myself with usually people around me are pretty good. I got about three thotty friends. So, so let me ask you this: without <laughs> asking you your age, like what age range would you say? you were in so that we can do a comparison because I believe personally that there are other women in your age range who are just the ones I'm talking about there. Well, yeah, I call them lady girls. Gotcha. Yeah. I call them lady girls. Um, but yeah, I'm 39. I'll be 40 in May. Gotcha. Okay. My age group. Um, yeah, definitely. I can't relate to 21. My brother's 30. Two, his wife is like 29. I don't relate to her. Oh, wow. Nothing about me. Even his, before he got married, his only, he only had two women in his life. So the other one since 18 that he has my niece with, Mm -hmm. I don't relate to her. She's 30. I don't relate to her. So, Mm. and age with me doesn't take a toll because my mother had me at 13. So I've been, I raised myself since 13. So I have a different level of maturity. Gotcha. I I was forced to grow up. My mother's murder was murdered when she was 14. Mm, So I was forced to grow up. So my level of maturity is not going to be the average 39 year old. And especially I'm in the South. So I'm in a ball. I'm an, I'm an oddball down here and I could stay single because I have options, Mm -hmm. but because the women down here were pushed to be princesses and pushed to go to college and pushed to do the career first and pushed to do this, push that. All these women I know are 40 with homes and no kids. Yeah, a lot. And they despise me because my eggs work. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all was waiting all this time and living and going on your careers and now you're ready to mm-hmm. settle down and you can't find a man. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. now your requirements are too, your, your list is too long. Which leads me to my next question. What is the most common mistake you see women making when it comes to relationships? Um, common mistake is not waiting to have sex. Thank you. 
Thank you. Yeah. Not waiting to have sex. 100%. I think they're built on sand and they expect a godly result, but you got to build on the rock to get a godly result. So to in your... dissect that, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, to dissect that building on the sand is when you're, I mean, when you're loose, you're open, you're free. And, you know, you're let you're, you're allowing the sex dictate movements of the relationship. Now it, everything is clouded from the sand, you know, the sand covers up everything and then you just rocking and rolling. But if you built on a rock, you're looking at core values. You're looking at intellectually, the man you're looking at his character, you're, you're, you're meeting his parents, you're doing all this stuff prior to even giving your body to him. Cause in reality, you're soul tying. But you want to do it on the rock because on the rock, you have a guaranteed promise from God. You are saving your souls from redemption. Right. So there's a difference in making that decision. And I don't care. People think that just because you're you're not a virgin that you can't go back to that. You can always go back to that. God wants you to. Mm. So scratch all the stuff you're doing now. Close your legs today and start over. Yeah. And I always tell like my clients and different people, um, sex blinds us to what's really going on. Yeah, clouds everything. It clouds judgment horribly. Horribly. And but you know, the 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 main rebuttal is, well, you know, I've already been having sex, so I know what that is. So I miss it and I need it and Whatever, whatever, because like I'm telling it's you, nothing like, better. It's nothing better than a relationship being an adult and be able to re- refrain from sex. Mm. Now that I'm gonna be challenge. honest with you, and I, I am, I, I am, you know, I consider myself a child of God. I have a relationship with God, all the good stuff, but I'm gonna be yeah. honest with you. Yeah, that's hard. I know that's you sound hard. just like you sound just like the women that say, <laughs> "I need this, 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 and this," but he didn't have this. You're like, I'm a child of God, da, 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 but I'm going to be but, honest with you. No, absolutely. It's, it's, it's but, hard. It's hard. It's okay. God, God going to have a belt. <laughs> right. Oh, chastisement. It, it does come. I'm good. <laughs> but here's, that takes me to my next question. I was going to ask you, like, how important is sex in a relationship? Because you hear a lot of women today saying, hey, you know, I like the dude, but he couldn't please me sexually or he wasn't big enough or he was too big. Whatever, whatever. Like, it's just so how important is that? In a relationship, um, as far as from your point of view, eh. sex is important. Um, sex is very important. I don't think that it's important as important as it as it is placed in the world. I think that it is important that you have a sexual connection with your partner a very intimate relationship with your partner, that you guys are exchanging dopamine, that you guys are exchanging Pitocin. Those things are important to us in connecting. Um, And they'll have us live longer, right? But sex does not need to be on the forefront. If it's not on the forefront, but you need to make sure sex is better. I don't care how big you are, how small you are. I don't care, none of that. It's better when I connect with you. Absolutely. I agree. So I think even for men. Connected. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, I don't care how many, t- man can tell me he didn't, he didn't have to Oprah and, and, and Cardi B and everybody, whoever, Superhead, he didn't have Superhead. And so you have an intellectual relationship to where you got that one. I don't care. I believe in there's only one. You can have plenty, but there's only one. 
So mm, okay, because because that's the thing. I've I tell people this. Um, I believe that there are people who ha- who God have has like selected for you. So like someone asked, like, well, what about a soulmate? Do you believe in soulmates? I do believe in soulmates. I don't believe it's just one in particular, and there's just only one on the entire planet. I believe that there are are several and you get to choose one from that bunch. But if you don't, then you never experience God's best for your life. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I don't put soulmate in the same room as a relationship or husband. So you can have a soulmate that's not even like I have a soulmate right now. Mm. Um, I have a soulmate right now and I swear he's been my soulmate. He was somebody I loved. He's the only I've never been in, in love. And I think if I've been in love with anybody, if I had to name it, it was my first. Gotcha. And to this day, um, I mean, I could not talk to him for two, three years and then call him and he's there. And it's it's like, do you still love me? Yes, I do. Uh, that's never going to go away. And it's like, it's never going to go away with him. It's never going to go with me. Ah, that's um, hard, though. That's it's hard. not. It's not. And I'm going to tell you why. It's because where I was in, in love to me is connected to where I was with him. It was the happiest part of my life. I was in Memphis, Tennessee. I had no kids. I never been married. It was before everything. It was the last time that I remember. I've been a mom since 20 now, but he was the last relationship I was in before I got married young at 21. I was with him prior to that, but that relationship with him was the most happiest relationship. No responsibilities, just me and him having fun. Mm-hmm. And it was adult relationship. It was dope. Okay. So, you know, for me <sighs> and him, it's like, and I knew his mother, I knew his family, his sister, I knew everybody. We just, I was in a place where it wasn't my family. It was his family. I was not, I'm from California. So I was down in school and met him and 17 years old and we were together. I was already in college. So it was perfect. And you know, going by for years, you know, um, I end up getting married and all that. And then run into him in Vegas at a Rocky Mountain uh, Summer League thing. And he told me it wasn't Rocky Mountain. It was a summer league in Vegas. And he told me I came to his hotel, found him after I was divorced. And he told me I, I ruined his career. I ruined his life. He's basketball overseas. He went crazy after I left him for and got married. And Da 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 da, because he cheated, and so I left him, and then I found my husband. So yeah, that's what happened. But because he was vulnerable with me, you know, it made him be vulnerable with me. Then he broke down and told me he had a daughter on the way, and he couldn't believe it. And by a girl that's evil, it was he went out. He did a jeezy. He did a jeezy. Mm. You know what a, a jeezy is, right? No, I'm listening. He married Asian. Okay, all right. He, gotcha. he didn't get married. He just slept with her and got her pregnant. So. And they're evil. So (laughs) God damn. Yeah, they're evil. They they have some secrets that they feel about black men. That's why he left her. But you know, well, same with him. You know, he stuck with a chick that for 18 years now. And he opened up to me that she was pregnant and telling me about it. And we connect, we reconnected. May have happened for about a year, then we fell off again. Um, no personal thing. We just never tried to be back together. We just stayed friends. We never tried mm-hmm. to be back personal. We always stayed friends. I flew over to overseas where he was playing all the time. Never sexual, never personal. Always 
understand can tell me anything. You know, he was in the league, so he doesn't have many people and many friends. All those right. friends, while he was in the league, once he gets out, they're gone. So mm. all he had from that time that knew him in the league and knew how real his family lived in his home with him, with his mother, it's a connection. It's like, damn, you're my best friend. You're right. really somebody that seen me all the way up. Like, I meet a girl today. She seen me working at a hotel. Mm-hmm. You know where I was at. You knew my drive. You knew, you know, he's just has that connection to me. And mm-hmm. honestly, it does go about sometimes two to four or five years. We don't talk. And then I'll catch up with him, FaceTime him, be like, what up? And he's like, oh, my God, what's up? Damn, you still look the same. You vampire. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not yeah. something anyone can be. But I'm, I do a great job with securing my man. So that's not an issue. OK, so so OK. But that's what I'm saying. That's that's more of a soulmate to me mm-hmm. rather than your person, your, husband your person. Yeah. OK, so I have to ask this. So you meet. Tommy Jones, mm-hmm. Tommy Jones checks all your boxes, right? He's an awesome guy. You get with Tommy Jones, you and Tommy Jones are together, you get married, you, or you're engaged or whatever, about to get married. Things are going swell. How does that, how does Tommy Jones deal with, or how do you deal with the fact or explain to Tommy Jones that you're my man, you're my husband, but this is my soulmate? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what does that look like? I don't know that I would tell Tommy Jones about Quintel. <laughs> um, and I'm going to say this reason because Quintel's not, like I said, it, it, the times that he's disappeared, I mean, that that I disappear is when I have a relationship. Nobody mm-hmm. can get to me. But how and, do, and I get that. And, and I he doesn't, that. and honestly, he doesn't not text me. There's nothing, no communication. It's me. I'll just say, hey, what's up? How's your mom? Jesus. How's Andy? <laughs> but not, but in, I don't, but I don't need to do it in a relationship. It's always in the parts where I'm single. Right. I get that. But right? like so, I can so, call any of my exes if I want it, but I only call him because he's the only one that I care how his well being is. Right. But right. like there are a lot of men, right, who who have a problem with the favorite ex. There are a lot of women who have a problem with the favorite ex. You know yeah, what I mean? So, so you made him my favorite. He ain't my favorite. I'm now. not he, saying he was your he's favorite. One, he's one that I loved, but the most, <laughs> he's not, I'm not my saying, favorite. I'm not saying he was your favorite, but I'm saying if people struggle like that with the favorite ex then I can't imagine the struggle when it comes to um, the soulmate. And like, I respect the fact that you say, yeah, I'm never going to tell dude that, but, but how do you navigate that? Because it's like, I don't, I don't, I guess for me, in my mind, in my mind, I don't need him because it's just like my ex-husband. So I don't need him. Right. Just like my ex-husband. I don't need him. He, he wants me. I don't need him. Mm -hmm. So, so for me, it's like, I don't need to, it's not a desire for me to contact him whatsoever. I was just in a whole relationship with my ex nine years ago. Mm-hmm. There was no sign or trace of Quintel. I don't reach out to him. I don't desire to. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a relationship, if I'm single, yeah, I reach out to him. I'm single. I've been divorced 17 years. Okay. So I am single five to six times a year, six times, five or six years at a time. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Like that's insane, and not not in a bad way. But I'm just saying, you have a a disposition and a discipline that I I wish half most of my clients had because they I have like I'm be honest with you, I have a couple of clients that they can't they can't go two weeks without like entertaining a guy. 
and that's not that's not a knock on them. I mean, I'm we're we're working through some things, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I only bring that up because they've given me permission to mention it. But like at the end of the day, it's like And you're geez, saying man. you're saying entertaining a guy in the space of just a phone call? No, like like okay, so when I say okay, like meeting a guy that shows interest without going into a situation like we can be friends, but I'm, I'm not looking for anything. Like they are always ready to, to, you know, get involved. You know what I'm saying? Ready and for like a relationship or get involved sexually. I think, uh, both, okay. but it starts so they're with ready to commit. They're ready, they're, re to commit. they're ready for something. They're ready. So like, I have one who, who is just, she's like, I can't go too long. Like, cause she's working on being celibate. She's working on, um, like learning, healing and learning to love and appreciate herself and, and, and embracing who she has become, you know, at this stage in life and, and learning about more about herself so that she knows exactly what she wants. So that she doesn't entertain people who can't provide whatever it is she's looking for. You understand what I'm saying? I'm trying to like help her get to that point, but she keeps getting derailed because it's like, I know that I'm supposed to be just taking this time to to be with myself and to grow, but I crave male company and male attention, and it's it it continues to become be a stumbling block for me. You know what I'm saying? Because what happens is someone will say something, they might hop in the inbox, they might want to hang out, and then she'll hang out, and then they want to do other things, and then now boom, now you've given up the goodies, and now you realize this guy is full of shit, and now you've set yourself back again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How old? Do you mind if I ask how old they are? Um, <laughs> we're talking about women your age and older sometimes. Yeah. So, I mean, are they wanting something? Are they just wanting a man or children or are they on a time? Okay. Limit? So, it, so, so one woman. So all those um, things matter. You know, all those things do matter. One woman in particular, um, she's. She's widowed. And all she's ever known was, you know, a committed, right. loving relationship. Right. And so I can understand she struggles with not like now I'm by myself. She has children, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have that. And and she desires that. And, you know, she's she's gotten out here and she realizes like, whoa, <laughs> this shit wild out here. Like dudes are not, you know. On the up and up, and they're not stand-up guys. They're not stand-up so. guys, yeah. Exactly. There's not a lot of stand-up guys that are available. I say it all the time. They're not yeah. a lot of stand-up guys that are available. Exactly. To hear somebody that is a man to say he's single, you're like, wait, what? Like, huh? Yeah. What? Yeah. And, but and there's not a lot of stand-up girls either. I, and that's the sad thing, because in my experience, there you could always find a good woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? And for that not to be the case right now, like that's baffling. Yeah, I mean the the goods are taken. It's the end of the world. We're in Revelations. <laughs> she said the end of the world. <laughs> the goods are the goods are taken. It's a very small percentage of us out here. So you know. Yeah, and the ones um, that aren't taking are are you know are either very particular or they're they're on a journey to you know grow and evolve themselves before selecting or or being with someone else you know what i'm saying yeah um i personally 
don't think it's anything wrong with being in that space. I just would say, don't give them your goods. Um, right. Right. You know, try to hold back on sex if you can, because you know that nine times out of 10, it's not going to work if you lead with sex. And especially when you know better, you do better. So as we get older, we are shit happens almost instantly. Yeah. And that's what like, I tell like men need to stop leading with their wallets. Women need to stop leading with their wallets, yeah. <laughs> their billfolds, yeah. their pocketbooks. Pocket and I'm not talking about the one that holds the money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you know, women um, in that space, in that regard, I don't think it's nothing wrong with a woman making herself available. That's actually very feminine. Mm -hmm. And you would want that. You don't want women sitting in the house and not being productive. You know, they're mm -hmm. definitely looking for a relationship. So kudos to those women that are finding. But just try to keep your bodies to yourself. And I'm not a fan <laughs> of uh, masturbation, but I would say try to masturbate. I don't know whatever that means to them. Yeah, but I've like I've talked to a lot of women that only um, intensifies their their desire and hunger for. Got it. You know, okay. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like a, and I mean I I guess I understand that. I guess I get it. Let me ask you this: in your opinion, because you speak about well, okay, let's go here. Because you speak about the fact that you're single and, and you've been single for a while, and you be you're you've been single in stretches of four to five years. Why are you single today? Like, what would um, you say? is the reason i think a lot of men that i'd be attracted to um something's missing in the space of foundational so you have to want to be foundational i am not moving no other way with you so mm. if a man is not ready and willing i'm good yeah when you say foundational Cause you gotta understand there are a lot of people who are gonna listen to this I and, don't care. and and they're gonna no no i mean that's a good thing but they they're gonna want to know what you mean when you say foundational. foundational yeah yeah i mean i think i would hope people by 40 and 30s would know what foundational means but a foundational relationship so we're together we're looking to get married we have the same we align in the same spaces we're when i meet you you know you want a wife i want to be a wife you found a wife so what are we doing um, mm. I'm, not, I'm not putting you on a timer um, at all, um, but you do know that when you're ready, I'm ready. The quicker that we move, the more prosperous we will flow. So, you know, mm. okay. actually a man. So, yeah, yeah, I get that. It, I get it, that. God literally says, find a wife. Like, yeah. we, there's nothing about dating and courting in a relation in, in the Bible whatsoever. There's nothing mm. it talks about courting and dating find a wife but that implies that she's already a wife when you when you meet her correct and that's so like that i, I said, believe but like i said you found a wife what are we doing mm -hmm. exactly but that <laughs> i believe is 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 one of the biggest problems with the dating and and relationship scene today is that a lot of women aren't wives when they're getting when they're being met and they, a lot of men aren't go ahead yeah but that's subjective right what kind of wife are you there there's different kind of wives right i'm not uh, gonna be i'm not the same wife as my friend upstairs but a wife is a wife her. 
me and her are two different wives. No, they're not. Because I'm the kind of wife that got lingerie and I'm single. I keep, I, I, I bought three on Nordstrom's today. I'm the type <laughs> that showers with body oil because I want my body to always be soft when he come around. I put it on my mm -hmm. booty right now thinking of my man rubbing me when he get when I get out the shower. It's just, it's, it's different. Women have are different wives, right? But what a wife mm -hmm. is to me, I feel like I'm that. He only going to add value to make me more of a wife. Just like yeah. I can only value you to make you more of a husband. Mm -hmm. We still have to grow together to become husband and wife. But until then, majority of the women, if they're single, available and ready to open their legs to you, that's mm -hmm. a wife because your oh. covenant is in that twat. So so a woman that doesn't understand covenant, doesn't understand submission. And, and when I say <laughs> when I, I say submission. I'm not just talking about her submitting to the husband because, you know, yes, the Bible says wives submit to your husband, but husbands also, there's a verse in there that says husbands submit to your wives as well. So you submit to each other and it's a, it's a beautiful ballroom dance as I like to refer to it. Right. However, there are some women that don't understand those principles at all. I would say emphatically those women aren't wives. You said they're not wives, <laughs> not wives. They are not wives because they don't understand the order of things just uh, like a man that doesn't just like a man that doesn't understand the order of things and doesn't understand that you know what i'm saying like his wife is his own flesh and he should treat her as such and that god is the head of him and you know how the the how the order of things isn't isn't a husband I agree. qualified yeah to be a i husband. agree i agree but that that still can qualify them to be husband and wife yeah because in reality though it'll be the organized marriage right the 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 law of christopher columbus the the man-made <laughs> the man worldly marriage yeah, yeah they they do qualify for that um yeah because all you have to do is, is business is, and finance is what they're getting yeah. married for they, that happens yeah. all the time yeah, and, and that so when i say when i speak about a woman being a wife in the in the context you used it we i think we have the same <clears throat> view and opinion is spiritually speaking yeah and i'd go so far to say that the number one thing, and you said this earlier in in our um, in this episode, the problem is people want to get people want to have relationships that yield spiritual results without actually approaching it from a spiritual aspect. So what I mean is, say for example, we want a good relationship, we want a prosperous relationship, we want to be blessed, we want to be happy, we we want everything to be great. Okay, but you're taking two broken people and you're bringing them together. <laughs> right. And two and they're both selfish and they're both, you know, out for self and want to impose the other their will on the other one and 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 there's all this chaos and stuff and then they wonder why it's not working because at the end of the day we're talking about love and in my personal opinion you can never understand truly understand love if you don't know God. That's my personal opinion. Okay. Because as the Bible says, God is love, right? So you have this, this worldly love that people say is love, which is up and down. It changes. Today I love you, tomorrow I hate you. Because think people think love is an emotion. I don't believe love is an emotion. I believe that love is a choice. It's a decision that we make. And as we act in faith towards our partners in love, the feelings come and they, you know, they follow your actions, right? <laughs> but that's everybody doesn't agree with me on that and i'm okay with that right yeah but at the, but at the end of the day it's like 
learning how to walk in love because the Bible constantly tells you to walk in love towards your brother, walk in love towards your enemy, walk in love. So I was like, you know, how do you walk in love? Like, what do you mean by that? And literally what it means is regardless of how you feel today about somebody, treat them like you love them. If you treat about, so take it, take, take someone who's done you wrong, right? If you pray for that person every day and you always have, when you think about them, you change your thoughts to have their best interest at heart and things of that nature. It is impossible for you to do those things and dislike or hate somebody. I promise you. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's what I'm saying. So because people don't really understand what love is and how to ignite and walk in like really in love, people think that love is like a feeling. And we had an episode where I talked about this. I feel like people mistake connection for love. I don't think connection and love are the same. Okay. Right. But, you know, it's like I get emotional when I think about this person. It's because you're connected in some way, like a soul tie. Like you said, like a soulmate mm -hmm. and, and, and your person may not be the same. Right. I can't argue that point because I understand what you I understand exactly what you meant when you said that. Right. Right. So I don't know. I just feel like that's the biggest problem is that. I think that love and especially marriage is is a unity endorsed and and created by God. And so if God ain't in it, <laughs> it's destined to fail. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. <laughs> you you sound a little like yeah, because I mean, devil blesses also. So actually, it's a lot of relationships. I mean, look how long Kanye and Kim lasted. You know, look at Jay-Z and Beyonce. Oh. So you can't say that it's destined to fail or anything. It's just live life. We're only here temporary. So you That's true. You know, it's live life and do what makes you happy. I really don't subscribe to, to putting what I feel on others or telling them that it won't work because of that. Because I've seen it work and atheists work. I've seen atheists be together 25 years and it works for them. And it can work. I'm not saying that it can't. But it always works. Yeah, but but like there it, are it so works many. more than God praying families. You think so? Most of the Absolutely. time, you think so? Yeah, I don't. If know. they didn't start it right. Yeah, yeah. You got a point. Right. You got the enemy attacking every day. Every day, and that's the he whole comes to thing. Rob and steal and kill to kill us. He wants yeah. to rob, steal, kill, and divide us. Exactly. It's and that's what this whole thing is, is a bunch of division right now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's major division. So you said you were single because just to, just to go back to that, because you haven't, how did you put it? What was the verbiage you used? Um, I haven't found any men that are truly willing to be foundational. There you go. Foundational. That's what I was looking for. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I understand that. Once you a lot of men are <clears throat> all these men are doing so much stuff. Like I have the worst. I I don't connect like I guess because I've dated such introverted men that all these men that I would possibly be attracted to do like podcasting. <laughs> Say it again. Or, Hold on. Say it <laughs> one more time. I'm listening. <laughs> he said, "Say it again." I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
they be podcasting or they be Uber driving or they be just doing too much. Like, just where's the regular working man? What do you have against podcasters, though? It's just too much time. What do you mean? It's just too much after hours time. Oh, like being out late at night time type shit? No, like, okay, we're on it's seven o'clock. If you was interviewing somebody and you was my man, I'd be like, um, that couldn't happen at one o'clock today. <laughs> no, that, so so a single podcaster, six. a single podcaster would 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 totally be available at seven o'clock. Okay. And in a relationship, what time? Yeah, you 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 work around your relationship. People don't though. <laughs> no, you have that, to. No. Yeah. And you, you have to because so so and I think that's another problem with the dating scene today. Like I think people don't understand or realize you have to prioritize your person. Remember I said consideration? Yeah. So yeah, I would want to be considerate. So in that space, it's why I don't I don't really go for none of those kind of men because I don't want nobody. I I, I really feel like it's me that has to do the major work and from a than a man and so for me it's like i don't want to have to change him a whole bunch i don't want you to sacrifice your job and what you love to do like <sighs> for me it's like that's what you love doing i'm not gonna stop you from doing that so do. here's the thing it, uh, uh uh a man right. <laughs> like there's actually a man right you wouldn't have to ask that man to to alter or to change or to rearrange anything he's naturally going to do it because he understands his place and his responsibility as a man right, right. And so what he's going to do is he's going to say, hey, I got to scale back on some shit. It was all fun and games when it was just me and I was by myself and I was in the house doing nothing. But now I have a situation. I have a relationship. So, yeah, I can do it part time or I can do it when here or maybe I'll fucking retire. But at the end, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like and, and, and that's what I tell people all the time. How do you feel like music has influenced the way we approach relationships? And dating nowadays or or do you feel it has influenced it at all i think it has to that certain group age group like you said but then it doesn't sometimes it doesn't even matter um with age groups because um guess what i'm a dj and these grown women be out twerking and i'm tired if i see one more grown woman twerk her ass wow i'm just i'm just it's sickening I'm tired of it, the twerk. Um, but I think that they, you know, these are those same women that are out twerking, but then let her do try to grab her ass and then now she has an attitude. Mm. So it's yeah. like, you know, sex is being sold everywhere. I'm sick of it. Yeah. Give me something else. I'm tired of it. So yeah. it's kind of like, you know, music is exploiting mindsets. Absolutely. So if you're able to be moved by that, if I'm, you know, on Instagram, like, what, what, make that, (laughs) no, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not me. Um, I can't go into that music, um, but women love it. And it's, it's hard for me to look at a grown woman and be like, you like that song? Like when I was DJing and women would come out and they'll say, um, they'll say, can you play WAP? I would look at them and I'd be like, mm. sure. Wow. And, I, and I'm judging. So imagine what men feel when y'all see girls rolling down the street and they listen to that or, 
you at home and you moved in with this girl and now her playlist is like, so really these women are becoming everything that they see as the standard in this industry. And then men are doing the same thing, trying to lead with their wallets. Right. So people are losing. People are losing. (laughs) Yeah. For real. They're losing. (laughs) They are losing. Bad. Music music is terrible. They are down bad out here. Down bad. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's, it's a joke. Yeah. So I mean, I don't even like music at all, like in the space of relationship i was dating this guy recently and he called he was like bro wait what did you just call me bro mm-hmm. yes so it was just like i can't yeah I can't. I've, I've heard a lot of guys do do that and i'm like why would you call your woman bro, bro. like yeah yeah Straight that's crazy yeah, it is it is and and that's the whole thing like <clears throat> so i try not to 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 come off as judgmental or bashing or or like I'm better than than anyone else, but it's hard as fuck because <laughs> <laughs> and the reason it is is because like I see like so much craziness like like for example you don't go to club I don't go to clubs but like the last time like I when I do go to clubs. If I'm out of the country, I'm more likely to go to a club. When, like if me yeah. and my yeah, woman yeah. go, yeah, Fun. you know what I mean? Exactly. Fun. But at home, I don't really do that. You ain't but seen like, nobody you know. It's just the right. vibe. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But like, okay, go to a club and like it's group of guys over here, group of girls over there. Nobody's interacting. Nobody's mingling. I'm like, man, what? what is going on here? Why? Is that because when I was when I was going to clubs, like my purpose for going to the club was to mingle with the women. It wasn't to group up with my homeboys and just be over there bobbing my head and looking stupid. Like that's not, you know, I never understood that. But you're I don't understand that. You're different, right? You're you're um you're saying the things like the, you're the opposite of what the average man is. So what you're saying you don't do, like I don't smoke with He's like, I smoke with women. Yeah. Most men be smoking with each other. Yeah. I'm not, they I'm go not. out with each other and smoke. Why? <laughs> I Why? don't know. I'm a DJ. I see it all the time. These grown men be in there, groups and packs of them just smoking. I'll be like, where are the women at? Girls yeah. don't see me. I'm like, can you go sit over there by them guys? Yeah. Like, that's not, yeah, that's, that, there's no fun in that. You know what I mean? Like, and like I don't smoke weed, but if I did, I wouldn't want to be smoking behind some dude's ashy ass lips right. anyway. That's weird. Exactly. You yeah. do that in uh. high school, not <laughs> right, not as an adult. I would no. imagine, yeah. But I, it's just crazy to me. It is. It's 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 kind of weird. Um. But yeah, I think music um definitely plays a a huge factor in a in our in our generation today. Um, and it did back then too. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Slip on your high heels, throw on your red dress. You know, put on that sweet perfume. It looks good on you, girl. Yeah. You are so fine. I can't believe my eyes. You know all that. It's been going on from the beginning yeah. of time. Music is definitely an impact. It is, but like you know, I believe in the romance. Like I, you know, all of the like the romance has been taken out, and it's all about 
let me hit that and you know let me i'm gonna try to tear it up and all of this you know like it's just very one okay i'll give you an example one of my favorite artists that's like i guess relevant right now is chris brown i enjoy the young brother's music he makes very good music it's sonically pleasing to me right mm -hmm. however <laughs> waiting <laughs> however uh most of it is very just explicit and carnal and whatever like there's not a really element of romance there's no you know there's no wooing and there's no poetic uh what am i like metaphors assemblies like we've taken the imagination out of it and just gotten straight to the point like it's changed um he's he's changing um but girls have changed so absolutely and, and and that's the thing like but i feel like women have changed in my personal opinion because of us men because when we stop leading then they they have no there's no standard so they'll be whatever we are and if we're nothing <laughs> not to say nothing but you know what i mean you get my but point. leading leading is is subjective too because you know back in 2014 15 16 Shorty got an ass on her. I'm going to put my hands on her. I'm going to spin mm -hmm. a couple bands on her. I'm going to mm -hmm. pop a rubber band on her. You know, that's leading to some women too. You know? It is. No, I'm I'm not saying that we're not leading, but I'm okay. I, I, the maybe average, I should have rephrased it. We're not. Maybe, go ahead. I was going to say, you got to think. We're in the South. We're in America. This is America where black men, it's hard to be successful. There mm -hmm. is a small percentage of successful black men honest, mm. successful black men. Mm -hmm. A lot of men were drug dealers. Yeah. You're talking to an ex-drug dealer right now. So a lot of men were drug dealers. Yeah. And just because they weren't drug, just because they were drug dealers don't mean they weren't leaders. Right. But they just had a the lot of, vision. Right. But a lot of them were drug dealers, i.e. Mm -hmm. Gucci Man's lyrics, you know? So in the space of women being lost today hello this is america black women <laughs> a yeah. lot of them too you know could have been with a drug dealer yeah and and, and, and that's now what they're I was out in the say. world trying to figure it out and connect with these weird corporate negroes that just <laughs> just want to hit it and quit it and they're like oh these niggas ain't shit either it's like well yeah they yeah. ain't never been shit <laughs> so yeah. so i'll take like, that back at i'll say leading incorrectly or not leading not being you know yeah, leading yeah. correctly yeah yeah leading, not leading correctly well godly leading right yeah in the, in the order of which god wants you to lead the same thing as me like yeah it's different kind of wives but what's the way god wants us to be a wife i think exactly. people to get back to the core it really states it i mean i promise you it's right in your book it's right in your book it is it'll tell you a hundred times but i promise you what it continues to tell a man biblically is love your wife what mm -hmm. it continues to tell me to women and what I think that I take from this is submit to your husband and respect your husband. Respect is a big is big. But submit, submit is <coughs> respect. Yeah, I agree. With you. Submission agree is with respect. You. I agree with that. So it's like. What's not said doesn't need to be explained, you know, mm -hmm. and that's the problem is that we need to get back to the book and the originality of where what we're supposed to be so we can find each other but if we're not mm. doing that and we're operating on a, in a world in the worldly space we're just going to continue to be divided because we're allowing the enemy to win absolutely
yeah, as long as you're paying twenty five hundred dollars in rent, and I'm paying twenty five hundred dollars in rent. He happy. Yeah, because we buy if ourselves. We were only paying twenty five hundred dollars in rent under one roof. That's an extra twenty five hundred dollars we have to make some things happen. And ladies, stop acting like you can't pay half that rent because if I'm paying twenty five and he's paying two, hold let's do the math. Twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred. I move in with him. I have a child. I move in with him. I'm happy to pay 25, split it down the middle. I don't call my man weak. I don't call him anything because what it is, is I'm actually gaining. I'm going to tell you why. Mm. I'm not only gaining because I'm saving money, but before I save money, I'm gaining a man. Mm -hmm. I'm gaining a protector, a leader. Mm -hmm. And he is providing me his time, consideration, and love. So that matters to me more than paying half of rent. So you're yeah. getting a upgrade. You're upgrading your life. And why mm. wouldn't you want to split bills with somebody mm. when you're making more money, more than likely? Because the black women, women are making, you guys are making more money than these men. I know women, I'm, if you're crazy. listening to this right now, you know good and damn well that half the men you know, you make more money than. That's crazy. I'm going to tell you That's why, crazy. because we're number one in negotiating. Mm. We're taught it since we were born. DJs tell me this all the time. Damn, La Bonita, I would only, I would only got 500. How the hell you get 2,500 out of them? Cause I don't, uh, cause, cause y'all don't, cause y'all don't <laughs> hold, know how to hold your nuts. You took the first thing that they, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but women, please mm. get you a man. Let's see. Two more. I'm going to say three more questions and we're going to get you out of here. Okay. Okay. All right. What's the biggest mistake in your opinion that you've made in a relationship? Uh, having sex. <laughs> <laughs> having sex or having sex too soon. I mean, it doesn't matter if we weren't married, then Jesus having sex. Yeah. If we weren't married, I've had sex, not in marriage. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, we're gonna leave that right there because you know we're gonna sex. let them we're gonna let them chew on that for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right now that's why I'm not connecting because I keep meeting a bunch of dudes that want to go into sexual conversations. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. That's fine, but we're not going there. Do you talk about that a lot? Let's talk about something else. Mm, okay. So, What's your love language? Um, all of them. All 2020, of them. 2020, 2020. Yep. Okay. Okay. And I give I give all that too, though. Oh, that's dope. See, that's what I like to hear. Yeah, I get that's it. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. So now I, I I understand that with this question, you it may be a similar answer to what you've already uh that you've already given for some other ones, but I'm gonna ask you to refrain from using that one and use another one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What dating advice would you give your younger self? Um, don't have sex. No, I'm just playing. No. <laughs> I knew it was um, coming. <laughs> what dating advice? Um, ooh. I don't know. I think I did a pretty great fucking job picking my exes. I got some great exes. I'm trying to hook my exes up. I'll be happy when they get married. I'll be like, yay. I'm glad you. they call me to get validated with their wife they about to marry. I think I had some great exes. Just mm. all this timing. You know? um, I don't know if I would tell my younger self anything outside of um, don't walk away. Don't run. Oh, wow. Probably that. There's okay. a lot to be said for that one. 
<laughs> yeah, I would I would tell her don't run. It, it, it's going to get hard. I know that, you know, you saw your mom do whatever and your aunties and women in your life run, but stay and fight. God wants that for you. Mm, that's amazing. That's dope. I mean, listen, we can we can end it on that one. Like that's that's I I I like that's great advice. I understand that. And that's the same advice that I would actually have given to my younger self is like, you know, stick it out, man. It's going to get tough, but yeah. it it can get better. You know? Yeah, and I mean? it will. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then the worst is the and the reason why is cuz every situation I've been in, I promise the next year the man got married and I made him better. I added mm -hmm. I got him a better job. I put him in the career he's supposed to be in. I did it. I mm. oh, I am a, been a madam to these dudes. Mm. I've helped so many men. I've helped one guy right now online. I could bring his Instagram up. He's a multimillionaire, and I did it. Damn. And I was thinking to myself, I was looking at my wall this morning. I said, I wonder if he ever going to tell the truth on how he got started in the career path he was in from drug dealing. Mm. He saw me gambling one day. He's like, "What are you doing?" I said, "Oh, I bet on this gambling site. You know, I was a dealer in Vegas." He was like, "Show me how to do that." And I was like, show you how it's difficult. I showed him. He's like, oh, that's too much. Here, I'm going to give you $500. Tell me what you're going to do with it. I said, okay, I'll show you. So I put it, a deposit in my account, showed him, bet, did a parlay, 10 around, $2,700. He's like, from that, oh, multimillionaire today. Wow. 10 years that's straight. Dope. 10 years straight. That's dope. But don't get these women. Nah, these women, they'll torture you. they say, you built them up. You for somebody. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why. Well, that's what you I'm know. saying. So my younger self, I would stay, stay. But I left. Mm -hmm. Every single man I left, one became um, mayor of Atlanta. <laughs> mm. Okay. Put him in, put, took him from out of chasing a church pastor to going politics by yourself. Mm. Look at that pastor. You're bigger yeah. than that. You'll be bigger than that. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, every single man I have directed their career, and they have married, and I'm proud of them. Mm, that's awesome. But, but that's why I would tell my younger self to just wait, stay. Gotcha. So listen, tell everybody where they can find you if they want to follow you on your socials or you know your next gig, whatever it is that you want to share with the people to promote. Let them know. Well, um, I don't really want to promote anything um, about me. I would just promote for you to get in your book. Um, find you there. You don't have to find me. Um, but I would just say that um, if you want to follow me uh, as far as music goes, DJ La Bonita, my name right there um, on all platforms. Even .com is my website if you want to check it out and see what I've been doing. Um, check me out. Otherwise, yeah. 